High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Time now for Numbers That Talk. I'm joined as always by Deirdre Cullen, Senior Statistician at the CSO, who last week depressed me utterly by telling me that George ranked number 96 in the list of names for boys. But there are 82 baby Georges uh, born in 2016. Deirdre, welcome to the programme. Thanks, George. What are we doing? We're going to look at um, Irish households' use of the internet. That's really interesting because, I again, I was around when the internet kind of started. So it, it, the changes would be really interesting now. Absolutely. So we did this by means of a household survey. So the CSO conducts an ongoing household survey um, covering things like employment and uh, people's participation in the labour force. And every now and again, we do what we call a specific module and we ask people about very specific topics. And uh, a while ago, we asked them about their use of the internet, what type of devices, who uses it the most, who's in the household, etc. But topic number one, presumably, is how many houses have the internet, presumably. Yeah, how many people are using it. And that varies with the map of Ireland. It will vary with the map of Ireland. And when we bring out the census results later this year, and the census is the only statistical thing we do in the CSO that gives us that small area geography stuff, we'll do a map showing internet use and broadband use in Ireland. Um, These results that I have today are for the state as a whole. And what they're telling us is that 87% of Irish households are now using the internet. With different levels of success. Different levels of success. We'll come on to that. But that's up from 72% in 2010. So that's a hugely important statistic, I imagine, because the government has an e-government strategy. They do want more and more citizens to engage with the state via the internet. We all had to pay our household charge via the internet. More and more of us are paying our taxes and doing online banking, etc. But I have all that stuff here in front of me. My first trifling with the internet would have been like about 1991, like where you had a modem, you had to plug in and you had to dial up and all sorts of stuff. So when you look at the internet in these houses now, presumably the bulk of it is broadband. Um, The vast majority of it is broadband or mobile. So the 3G and the 4G is hugely popular now. Um, But there are still a few uh, percent of people using dial-up. You know, the whir of the modem. We all remember that. Yeah, And you go and make a cup of tea and come back. And if you're lucky, like the page is loaded. Let's have a look at the devices people are using. Um, The most popular is the phone. Um, So like the phones have gotten bigger and they all have 3G and 4G now. 83% of us access the internet via our phone, 66% of us on a laptop. And tablets, while they're increasing in popularity, only 37%. I think the large phones maybe jumped in there and took over the tablet market. You see, I don't use the phone for the internet at all. I use the phone to make a phone call. Okay. But it's really interesting, you know, in Ireland's golf clubs, which are very serious places, you can't bring a phone into a golf club, you know. I did not know that. No, no. You can't bring a phone into a golf club. You mean you can't take it out of your pocket? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You can't turn it on. So then recently in golf clubs, fellas have started to turn on their phones. And you say... Shock her. Shock her. 
And I think the old fogies like me say, you can't use the phone. And they say, I'm not using the phone. I'm using my computer. So oh. they're not making a phone call. No. They're using the internet portion. Now, I think it's all the same. You don't use the phone one way or another. But it's interesting. The I only say that in the language that people use about the phone. Yeah, no. So a phone isn't just a phone anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a camera and it's 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 an internet device. Eight percent of households access the internet on their smart TV. So. Yeah, even though I have a smart TV, I'm, I can't do it. Can you not? Not really. I have it. My son fixed it up for me. Yeah. But I, I watch Netflix on, so I'm connected, but but I don't really use yeah. it. It's a bit cumbersome. You have to use yeah. the the pointer and clicker, don't you, to yeah. type in what you're looking yeah. for in that. Um, but anyway, no, I, I, I thought that was interesting. I'm interested in the people who aren't on the Internet, George. So 13% of households, that's about 200,000 households. Are not on. Not using the Internet. And you kind of say, who are they? Um, 38% of those people, um, when we asked them, why aren't you using the Internet, said they don't need it. That's 84,000 households. So good they on you. They might be older people. Those, they might be older people. Who but, wouldn't but be technologically savvy. They wouldn't be, yeah. A lack of skills is another reason. Mm. Four out of ten people said lack of skills. And then a few people identified the cost of the equipment as being prohibitive. And then some pe- 6% of those who aren't using it said it's not in the area. So again, that gets back to your point about the broadband and the urban-rural divide and all that sort of thing. And when they talk, when mobile phone companies talk about coverage, they're invariably talking about population and not land mass. So if they say 97% coverage, you can be sure if you look at the small print, that'll be population. Because there are still areas, when we ran the census, we did have difficulty with internet access in, in remote areas because the census has to knock on every but door in you Ireland. You don't have to go that remote like. I mean, I have experience of going to, to like Gorey and Wexford and not being able to access internet. Or in theory, there's internet there, but it actually doesn't work very well. Uh, recently? Yeah, it's a bit like the old days that you and I remember. Go for a cup of tea and the page might load by the time you got back. I mean, that speed I, is of mm, the essence. I'm a bit surprised at that. I'd say that's moved on even in the last few years with okay. the 4G. I do know when I go down onto the beach in Cahor, there's no internet. But sure, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> and I remember seeing a town or driving into a town once. It might have been somewhere in Ireland and there was a sign, Internet Free Zone. And I thought, isn't that wonderful? You can go there and there's no internet. And what it actually meant was that it was free. There was no charge. (laughs) (laughs) But the internet, it also is pervasive. It's very pervasive, Look at the number. I mean, you're a statistician. How many people do you see in that, did you say? 87%. So, like, you know, if you said how many people have motor cars or how many people eat meat or how many, you know, you could take any stat. Yeah. 87% to be seen. That's a huge figure. Huge. It's sure, it is a huge figure. I mean, it's, it's, it's there. We're all using it. But the, it's the phone made the big difference, I think, you know. And when we look at it by who's using it, 96% of students access the Internet on a daily basis. Now, what I want to know is, who are the other 4%? <laughs> <laughs> Where oh, are 
are these students who you don't can, look at their phone every uh, half hour? Now you can tell the difference between you and I immediately by the answer to that question. You look at it as a statistician and say 96% of people use the phone. Who are the other 4%? I look at it and say, what are the 96% looking at when they <laughs> access the internet? Very good. Well, I can tell you that. Now, email has come out as the most popular, which surprises me because I would have thought uh, social networking. So 83% of us are using email on our devices. Social networking, 7 out of 10 of us. So that, I guess, is your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram. Uh, Finding information on goods and services, uh, 4 out of 5 of us are using it for that. 6 out of 10 of us are using it for internet banking. Have you gotten onto the internet banking yet, George? I'm I'm not on internet banking for a long time. Oh, a long time. But just to go back, though, I don't use my phone for any of these things. Okay. I don't use it for banking. I don't use it for email. I don't use it for getting information. I, the only social networking thing I have is, is an app called WhatsApp. And it's a like a texting thing, right? So you have, and in our case, it's called the hooks, obviously. And so all my, everybody's connected to it. So suddenly daughter in Cork sends a picture of baby James sleeping in his cot or video of uh, George number four swimming in the pool or whatever. So that keeps a great kind of contact. And amazingly, the lovely Ingrid, who was a Luddite, in the matters of the internet. Since I bought her a fancy dandy phone, she now Facebooks with her grandchildren in England. Yeah, you see, so it's fantastic Not from Facebooks, that point of view. WhatsApps. Face, face. FaceTime. FaceTime. There you go. I'd say a lot of most families in Ireland now have a WhatsApp group and it is fantastic. We have one in my family as well. And I have uh, brothers in both San Francisco. I have relatives in... Um, in Los Angeles and I've relatives in the Dominican Republic and we're all posting up, you know, little things that interest us and family photographs and it really brings the families together. So, yeah, Yeah, I think that's quite popular. You see, before you were born, just a a few miles down from Cork City was a place called Cove. It used to be called Queenstown. And the American boats would pull in. Now, they couldn't pull into Cove, obviously, because the water wasn't deep enough. But you'd get on what was called a tender, right? And the, this is how people emigrated to America. The tender then took you out of the liner. You got on board the SS America or SS United States or whatever. and went to, But you ne- A, you never came back. Uh, from America and B of course there was no connection with them ever again so now your kid is in America like and you're FaceTiming away and everything so that's a great thing it is it's that's fantastic that's a great it's fantastic let's have a look at what else people are doing yeah. so internet telephoning and video calls that's what you're talking about there so 42% but that's of us. very cheap compared to the old days oh it's very cheap call. it's very cheap it's fantastic uh, using payments account watching internet stream TV uh, selling goods and services Services. 13% of us are doing that. That'd be um, like on eBay or something? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uploading self-created content. 45% of us are doing that. So that would be, um, I guess, Instagram or maybe yeah, That on would be like where Facebook you're putting up pictures of kids. Uh, videos and stuff like that. But yeah. it's amazing. Like, there's a pal of mine now in America and he doesn't actually watch television, but he's a big fan. He's a movie buff. If you go to YouTube, for instance, and you put in something like a movie like John Wayne and the Searchers, the entire movie is on YouTube. So, so you can you don't need television. You can watch movies and with things like Netflix, 
uh, on your laptop, so you don't need television. So there have been yeah. like vast changes. I know this changes because, of course, you come from a very good family and uh, all that sort of thing. I notice you don't list here at all on the internet all the dodgy parts of the internet. The CSO doesn't look into any of that kind of activity. Well, no. I'm looking down through the categories of use of the internet and, and nowhere does it no say other. <laughs> There's no category for other. So, you know, and maybe it's we won't go there. So no, let's but <laughs> seriously, I do want to go there, if you don't mind. And my guest, of course, Deirdre Cullen, has numbered that, numbers that talk. You get all this information on the CSO.ie website. It's important to state there was no internet when you were a child, yes? Of course not. Of course not. Sure, money a baby, George. No, no, but do you know what I mean? We are now going to be looking at the first generation of internet uh, humans who who like grew up with the internet. Like if you look at my grandchildren, they're all swiping away and doing everything else. So it's going to be very interesting when social scientists come and look at these people who have grown up with. We have no idea. We don't know. In, in many means. ways it is a vast social experiment, isn't it? And, yeah. and, and you know, particularly in the areas that maybe parents might be concerned about with their children. But so, even in any aspect yeah. of it, I mean, of course yeah. there are areas of concern. Yeah. And, and when you think now that like your my, my grandchildren who are kids all have phones, we have no you cannot. No. I mean, everybody all the experts tell you you can control it in actual fact you can't. But do George, you know I mean? do you not think back when television became ubiquitous, like it was all doom and gloom with the television and it was going to destroy our minds? And, you know, we survived. Here we are. You know, well, we're no, getting no. on with it. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit... It did destroy our minds. Did it, George? Did I don't feel too destroyed now, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm too okay. affected. Television gave us instant gratification. You know, I would ask myself, are you better off reading some thrashy... Pulp Fiction novel or watching Breaking Bad or The Sopranos or any of those wonderful dramas now. It's still, it still has a bad name, television. You're better off and reading a book. No. You are. Why? I don't, I don't understand that. Because books, with like, books, you have to imagine. Your man says, you know, uh, it's a Swedish detective uh, or whatever it is. Now you I'd have like to, to see the research on that now. If you're watching a really good drama that's raising loads of moral and ethical issues that you could sit around and discuss for hours afterwards, that that is less good for you than reading, you know, some... Pop, popular fiction novel. I'm, I'm I didn't realise really the EastEnders had such a dramatic social effect on I us. I don't watch the soaps. Have we time to have a quick look at, at what we're buying on the internet? Okay. 6% well, of us are buying food. On the do internet? You, yeah. Do you do your grocery shopping? Certainly not. A lot of people do. All right. Yeah. Um, the most popular thing is uh, travel. So that would be your flights. Yeah, very so that, much, that yeah. makes sense. Clothes and sports equipment, that surprises me now because the issue with clothes and having to return them and everything. But I think there's very good value on clothes on the internet and a lot of us are buying clothes. Well, there's phenomenal value on the internet. Now, I don't know, like, I, I, I have difficulty buying clothes when I'm actually in the shop, not in terms of choosing, but, you know, size and, like, the shirt has long sleeves, but it 
bad color or whatever. Uh, so I wouldn't buy clothes. But uh, why, why it's become so successful, and the Americans started it, the idea that you could return the stuff without penalty. So immediately, that was the master stock. You were happy to buy a pair of football boots, so if they didn't fit, you could send them back. And that changed it. It changed everything. Yeah. In fact, yeah. there's a crowd in America uh, called Ah oh, Shoot. Anyway, they promise they'll give you, they'll return the stuff forever. So they get even stuff, after you've used. Oh, they get stuff back from people <laughs> sending back their hiking boots after six years, uh, and they they take them back. That's gas. All right. Um, electronics are popular uh, books and news you know buying books I would have thought buying books would, would, would be way on up Amazon, there on Amazon well, absolutely yeah. Yeah. Um, but look at you know maybe people are switching away and want to support the high street more and more you know as well so maybe buying books has become a bit less popular well you see buying books could well be electronic in the shape of your, of your Kindle yeah. as opposed to buying a book well there you book. have it numbers that talk chief statistician at the CSO dear Cullen, Deirdre, of course, famous in Celtic mythology, Deirdre of the Sorrows. Our Deirdre is never sorrowful, always cheerful.